When you follow your heart, you might fail, you might lose everything, but that's part of the growth process. That's what you need to go through to get to the next level. See it for, understand it for what it is. That's part of going through uh, the different grades. Even school, you go through. You have to go through first grade to get to second grade to go to third grade. You don't just go from first grade to university. It just doesn't work that way. You got to go through the steps, and those steps involve learning from failure. The, all the successful people will tell you the best thing that they've ever had was failure because that's what made them learn and grow. If you're comfortable, you're not going to learn and grow. So don't fear the failures. Don't, don't look at them as failures. They're, they're lessons. Welcome to Juice Guru Radio for Entrepreneurs. Firestart your own health movement. And now your host, founder of Juice Guru Institute and best-selling author, Steve Prusak. And welcome to another edition of Juicing Entrepreneur Radio. I'm your host, Steve. I'm so excited to have our friend, Marcus Rothkrantz. We've been working with him for years, but he's doing incredible work, international bestseller. Uh, his books, The Prosperity Secret, Heal Yourself 101, Heal Your Face, The Gourmet on Cookbook, Love on a Plate that he wrote with Kara. So many books, so many messages, instructions for a new life. It's helped me in my entrepreneurial journey. It's going to help you. Let's welcome to the show right now, the incredible Marcus Rothkrantz. This is where I do my Kermit the Frog. Yay! Right. And I know you officially changed your name to the incredible Marcus Rothkrantz. Congratulations on that. I did not. Stop it. Take us back, Marcus. I mean, I know your story because it's incredible, but you were pretty much a savant as a kid with all the work you were doing. Did you always have that entrepreneurial spirit? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I was my only child. I grew up in the middle of nowhere in Canada, snowed in all the time in the wintertime. So I was stuck with myself. Oh, and I grew up in a farm where my uh, horse farm and I'm allergic to animals. So really, I couldn't I couldn't even hang out with my parents. I couldn't. I, I just have was by myself in a house in the middle of nowhere. So I had to learn to do things to keep myself company, keep myself busy. And I, luckily I had a little bit of talent so I could draw and paint and build things. And glue and scissors were probably my best friends. And I just learned to build things from a very young age. As a, a big Disney fan, I love your first big project that got you in the papers. Do you want to talk a little about that? Yeah, my parents took me to Disney World in Florida in 1971 when it first opened. It was the most magical, life-changing experience other than seeing Star Wars. It was like, it changed my life. And it was a big movie set. Everything was, I mean, I could, I could do a whole two-hour talk about that. But anyway, I came home and I started building the thing in miniature. And it grew, it just started with a little paper castle that I started building and then it grew out from there and it ended up being a fully computerized 180 square foot model of the entire magic kingdom. It, it, it lit up at night. There was the horse's legs moved as they moved up main street. There was food on the tables in the restaurants, the rides worked. It was like, um, and I remember I was 13 years old at the time and, uh, it just became this Thing that just kept growing and growing and it got in the new york times and then disney heard about it they flew me down there and made me a special guest in the art department underneath the main street uh, it was just cool i mean uh, so 
and that was all just from following my my hobby, doing what I liked. And this, that's kind of a, I, I realized after a while, a secret to a lot of successful people. Right, which has been part of the journey, right? Looking at some of those things that other people were doing to get successful or what? Yeah, what a lot of people, what most people do is they look at other success, I'm on top normal people who try to be successful, but really don't become successful. What they do is they look at uh, successful people and they try to copy them. They think it's a formula. They think it's like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, that person is selling XYZ. So I'm going to sell XYZ. Oh, they're using this type of uh, store or software or they're doing on Instagram or whatever. So I'm going to do that too. And anytime you copy somebody, you're never going to be that person. You're never going to, because the reason that worked for that person is because that was their thing. They're in their element. They're resonating with that. Anybody who does something for the purpose of making money, of, of being successful for, you don't do it because you want to make money. You don't do it because you want to become successful. You do it because you love it and be you. And, and, and nobody makes you better than, than doing something that you love. That's what you're best at. You're not best at copying someone else because you're, you're not that person. And that's one of the big secrets that you learn in life is people who copy others' success never become really that successful. The people who became successful, they just did what they love doing and, or, or what they're good at. And they didn't necessarily do it for the money. They did it because they loved doing it and they got so good at it that and, and, and this is another thing that people need to realize. Those successful people were not really successful in the beginning. They probably lo loved doing it so much that they lost their income. They lost their, their family, their mates, their husband, their wife. Their, I mean, their relationships suck. They're, they're, people who really stick by what they love, they usually have a test period, a trial period, where they could possibly lose everything. And that's key. People think that these rich people, they just instantly got rich. And that was just easy or oh, lucky for them. Most of them went through so many hardships. Like if you look at the success stories of all the big success companies out there, they started really rough and rocky. They lost everything probably three times over and they almost lost everything. And they, they scratched and clawed their way, but they held in there. And that's kind of uh you know, so it's not easy. Following what you love doing is not always easy. There's always that challenge period, but it makes it easier to stick with it in the long run. If you're copying someone else's success, doing something you don't really love, you're probably not going to make it in the for the long haul because you're just going to give up because you, you hate doing it anyway, you know? So uh, I think that's kind of like part of why following what you love doing is kind of important because it makes it easier to make it through those rough periods, which you're going to have. And uh, so for everybody who thinks the successful people had it easy and that it was an easy thing, most of them know they, they had a really tough time um, going through it, but that's kind of the secret doing what you love is that that's like the base. That's where you start. Oh, that's why your story is so fascinating. It could be a movie, uh, really. Um, so talk about you had success and then, I mean, doing what you love with art and creating and, and literally lost everything, right? Yep. Yep. Many times over. I, I even lost, almost lost my life three times over. It wasn't just money. I lost my relationships 
three or four times over. I lost my money and my health really bad. I mean, I was bleeding when I went to the bathroom. I mean, it was scary. It was, uh, I mean, I had financial scares, relationship scares, um, health, health scares, I, all areas, major areas of life. I, but the thing is, if you don't go through the bad stuff, you're never going to go anywhere. It's one thing I realize is the thing that keeps you from moving ahead in life is usually comfort. If you're comfortable, if you're okay where you are and you're comfortable and you got your comfort food and your comfort lifestyle and the healthy, you know, the comfortable chair, you're not going to do anything any different. You're not going to struggle. You're not going to try to do something different. It's usually that when catastrophe happens, something gets terrible happens that forces you to, uh, to, figure out a different way of doing something because you have to, that's usually when progress happens the most. Look at history. I know it's terrible, but at times of war is when the most technological and, and advancements in medicine and technology uh, and everything and, and life, uh, even just quality of life afterwards, there's so many improvements because we were forced to uh, because of a bad experience, because of necessity, because of emergency, because of, uh, you know, it's life or death. And, you know, and that, the thing is most people, they go after a comfortable lifestyle and they want to, they create a lifestyle where, you know, most of it is just existing and then sitting on the couch and watching TV at the end of the day. And they're not, there's nothing really pushing them. And then they complain that they're not getting anywhere and the rich are rich and it's all just a conspiracy and all that crap, you know, but they're not really trying. They're not struggling. They're not, they're not, uh, you know, really doing everything they can with every waking minute to, to further their dream. And that's the difference between the successful and the unsuccessful in any area of life is you, you have to go through the bad stuff in a way to, to get the kick in the butt to get going into the, the next step of your evolution with the state of life right now and the coronavirus and everyone being locked in. There's a lot of fear, uh, economically uh, is one. And you know, what do you think? Do you think this is an opportunity for people or what do you, what is your feeling on what's going on right now? It's a total opportunity. The most millionaires ever created was during the great depression. The group, like I said, the most advanced, the most, uh, advances that anybody ever made in finances or life in general is when there was a hard period of life. It forces you to look at your life. I mean, right now, most people are sitting at home and hopefully they're they're reconsidering their life. They're, re, they're readjusting their values. They're having a good look at where they come from and where they're going and what really matters in life. And that's important. That's, that's the first step is like reevaluating where you're at and what your priorities and your value system is. And are you happy doing what you're doing? Do you really want to go back to what you were doing before? Or do you want to start pursuing your dream, your, the reason you're here? This, this whole pandemic thing, it's going gonna, it's gonna, to, a few years from now, people won't even remember it. There's going to be sick and dying people and forever. I mean, yeah, people are unhealthy. A lot of societies for eating junk food and they're just not healthy. And it's, it's not a surprise that so many people are sick and dying, but that's going to happen anyway. When you have society of people that are just eating comfort food and junk food and not, not doing healthy things. So that's not a surprise, but what you should do is have use this downtime. I love this downtime. I mean, it, it's, it's like the, pre, the, the world is less hectic. It, you're able to calm down and think about life more and reflect and, um, 
and think about what do I really want to be doing with my life? When all this starts back up again, do I really want to be like just grinding to pay bills, to pay my mortgage? And then I've got nothing left at the end of it. And I don't feel satisfied that that's not life. You know, the people that, that are really happy in life, it's not about money. It's about doing what you love doing. And a lot of them, they don't make that much money. And some of them do, some of them don't. But the point is they feel free, free to do what they want, free to travel the world, free to experience life, free to do what they love to do. And if they get paid along the way, great. And so there's lessons in all of this. But the point is this pandemic, I mean, people will tell you the best thing that ever happened to them was getting cancer because it forced them to change their diet and lifestyle. You know, people told them that the, the losing the husband or wife that they had uh, in a, you know, the husband cheated or whatever. And that was the best thing that ever happened because now they found someone even better. They found like, you know, you know the bad things in life are usually in a way, gifts, they're opportunities. And any rich person, and when I say rich, I don't necessarily mean money. I mean, people that, that are successful and happy uh, will tell you the hardships were the best things that ever happened to them because it forced them to really improve what or change what they were doing in the first place. And um, so this is a great opportunity for people. Uh, it, for investors, this is the best time ever in probably a lifetime to invest. Um, and that it's, you know, you got to use the negative stuff to your advantage. You got to see it as an opportunity, not a hardship. And people who see things like this as an opportunity and not a, ha- a, 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 a you know, a, what do you call it? A bad thing. Those are the ones who are going to be successful down the road. And there's always opportunity. And I don't mean take advantage of other people. I mean, there's people that need help because of this. And if you figure out a way to help people and fairly get uh, compensated for that, you could be set for life in a situation like this. Um, So you got to look at life different. You got to see things not as not not as uh, a negative, bad thing, but as an opportunity uh, and if nothing else, uh, look at it as some downtime to have a good look at your life and figure out with the time you have left on this world, what do you want to really do and find something that makes you happy and don't worry about the money. The money is a side effect. Most people go after the money. That's their, their main priority and they're never going to be happy. The people who see money as just a side effect of doing what you love doing. Those are the ones who, who, end up being happy in life. And you figured that out pretty early on, right? Because no, 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 no. It took me, 30, it took me like almost 40 years to figure that out. I mean, I, I went through all the things they tell you to do. You know, when I was young, I, I, uh, I mean, I did, I'd always try to do the right thing. I never drank. I never smoked, never did drugs. I, I don't even to this day, I haven't even drank coffee, but I was unhappy in my relationships. My money situation sucked. My health situation sucked. And so I figured that, why I, I thought, why am I so bad off in all these areas when I'm trying to do the right thing? Well, what, what, what is the right thing? Well, the right thing back then to me was, you know, um, get the house with the picket fence, get get the wife, get, get the, eat, eat the American standard diet, you know, go to Denny's and eat, eat your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, eat your bacon, eat, eat your, uh, you know, drink the soda pop and the whatever I was doing, you know, eat the bread and the cheese and the 
and that work, work for a living to pay your mortgage. Don't do what you want because, and, and remember the rich are bad people. And, and, and in order to be good, you got to be poor. I was following all that programming that was just keeping me down. And on, and I said, this is not life. This isn't happiness. And so it took me uh, like almost 40 years to deprogram all that garbage that I was, society told me, this is how you should be. And, and I said, this is, this is a joke. This is like, this is why so many people are unhappy. The programming is all wrong. And, you know, and it's all fear-based. Like you said, everybody's in fear right now. Well, I'm not in fear. I mean, it, it's, I, I'm healthy and I know what to do to protect my body and keep the immune system strong. And we're, we're, we are exposed to viruses and bacteria and things all our life, every moment. There's so much floating in the air. Every time you touch something or breathe something, you got so many things going in and out of you that you just have to have a strong military to defend you. That's your immune system. But you also need a strong mind. And, you know, some of the people that live the longest, they don't necessarily eat the healthiest diet. Some of them smoke, some of them drink, some of them, you know, they eat meat, whatever. But why do they live to be 110, 120? They don't let life stress them out. So, so not being stressed and your state of mind and how you see the world is just as important as what you eat and what you do for a living. Um, it all, it all is an, just equally important. I mean, are you with somebody that makes you happy or are you with somebody that's draining your energy? Um, you know, relationships. So all of it, it all contributes to your longevity, your success, your happiness in life. And those are the things you teach. You teach the core things that we can upgrade right now. Relationships, uh, health and prosperity. You know, it really the core things that we can upgrade and go to the next level with right now. Right. Exactly. Well, I just find that exciting. So what was your uh, initial, what was the goal when you launched the work you're doing now? You're reaching so many people all over the world. Was that your vision? No, my vision is, and it still is, is just to enjoy life, to be myself and do what I want. And then as I'm doing what I want. I hold a video camera on myself to share it with others say today I'm doing this and you know, whatever, this is what works for me. And you know, even the products I sell, my, my green formula, protein formula, night formula, that's stuff that I created for myself. Shara, Kara and I take this, Shara, that's, hey, that's cool. Anyway, anyway so, so we create, we, we, I mean, I, I just wanted, because I was unhealthy and I'd had, I tried to figure out what do I do to be healthy? And it's not just a matter of taking something. It's also what you stopped doing. But the point is everything that I do, I did for myself first. And if I find something that works, I try to share it with people and you know, some, if, if they're open to it, responsive to it, great. You know, and that, and that's kind of what I am. I'm not here to have this, mega business where you just grow, grow and there's a whole nother I, I'm going to do a video on the uh, the whole thing about the modern world and think growth is is everything no it's not it's actually it's unsustainable uh sustainability means you don't need to keep growing you find a sweet spot in your something that works for you and you kind of stay there and you you just sustain it so i'm not all about creating new things and more powerful and more expensive and more 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 you know um i just find something that works and I stick with it and that's it. And I share it with people and, and it's that simple. And that's, that's where you resonate. That's how you can 
live a long, happy life is you find what works and you just resonate with that. And, 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 you know, if it helps others along the way, great. My mission is not to lecture and go out there and sell tickets and, 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 uh, you know, that, that I'm not an aggressive business person. I'm, I'm just a guy having fun with life. Yeah. And you, you sort of bring your creativity to it, which I love. I mean, you're, it's obvious in the way you speak and the way you produce and the creativity that goes into your videos is that part of it that you you've always been creative and and it's part of your work of course yeah well i try to stay young i'm a kid i don't want to grow up you know and i think that's why people say how come you look so young well maybe because i feel young and 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 i just don't want to grow up you know uh, it's that's a big part of it i don't want to age mentally i mean as as far as I don't want to become a crabby old man. I want to be a kid. I want to have fun. I never want to stop that youthful uh, looking at life with wonder and figuring out, gee, what would it be like if I did this? Yeah, let's, let's try this and let's try that. You know, and, and, and you know how kids think. They're always trying and experimenting and playing. And I don't think I should ever end. I think that's what keeps us young. And, and I think that the minute you stop that and you just start hating the world and looking for things to be upset about and blaming others and, you know, and feeling like a victim and, you know, the crabby old man syndrome, that, that's where you start to die. And it's not necessarily because of what you eat as much as your, your view on life. If your energy starts dying and you think that everyone else has got the upper hand and you're just stuck behind and there's nothing you can do about it and you're a victim and that's where you you're going to lose it and um but I, I i'm not i don't care i mean i've lost everything many times over and you so i i was naked in the desert i had nothing and you know, I had no money, no driver's license, no, no identity. I didn't care. I was so free. I was like an animal in the wild. I was so free. And I realized if I could be like this and be happy, I don't need material things. They're great. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, you fly on a Learjet, you go to exotic beaches and live a great life and go to the palaces of Europe and whatever, you know, Th those are great experiences. And I can say, yeah, I've experienced it. It's great. Okay. What's next? You know, but I don't, own it to show people, look what I've got, you know, like that's not why I have to do these things because, okay, that was that experience ticked off bucket list. What's next? You know? And, and, um, you know, things are not to be owned. You don't own anything. They're just experiences that you are given a chance to experience. It's on loan to everything's on loan to you. Your, your husband, wife, even your body, your life is on loan to you. So appreciate it. Take good care of it. Thank, be thankful you've had the experience and, uh, and just always be in appreciation. That, that's kind of a part of the secret of it. Were there any struggles in building this where some days you were maybe like, you know what, I, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. Were any, any real roadblocks or walls you came up upon? Oh, always. I mean, I, every day you're given challenges. Every day life is, throws you a curveball and said, let's, let's see what happens if we throw this curveball in there see what happens, you know? Um, and it's how you react to those situations. You know, I, one of the interesting thing is I noticed, uh, even Kara said that one of the things that she did to decide which man to go on when she went on dates with stuff, women watch men very closely, not necessarily because of how much money they have or how well they dress. One of the things that they watch is how does this man treat other people? How does he treat the waitress when we go out? How does he, you know, that is a telltale sign 
for so many things in life. And it's so important uh, how you look at life determines how life treats you and what kind of a person you're going to be, what it's like to be with when, if that you decide to, you know, spend some life with that person. So that's a big part of it is, is uh, um, your personality and how you look at life and, and treat others is what you put out comes back. And, um, you know, there's so many little, uh, uh, I forget what the question was. I just kind of rambled off of the field there. Uh, we were talking about roadblocks along the way, any walls you came up against, but you were, you were pretty much saying, yeah, every day, <laughs> every day. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I, I, it would have been interesting for me to meet that old Marcus that was, you know, eating the fast food and all that. I can't, I can't imagine who that guy was. What would you do if you were able to go back in time today and give that, give that Marcus a message? What would be that message that you'd, that you'd send right now? I'd show him a picture of Kara and say, look what you got coming. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, I, I, I like, I look at some of the things in my life that I have now and I go, my God, these are all things I dreamed of when I was a kid, you know, and I was fascinated. I was obsessed with it. Like, oh, you know how kids have posters on the wall and, you know, like, um, and I'm go, wow, all that stuff, the girl, the, the lifestyle, the, the, even like the house, that I'm in, the house that I'm in is white and gold. And when I was, uh, in, uh, in the nineties, I made a movie called, uh, um, to the ends of time, which was a fantasy romance storybook fairy tale movie that had a castle that was white and gold. And, you know, and I think of all the things that I spent time thinking about, it's kind of like a, what do you call it? Uh, uh, where you stick pictures on a board and, uh, a, a vision board. Yeah. Well, your mind is a vision board, whatever you think about or obsess about or constantly fantasize about or dream about that's a vision board. You might not have a physical thing in your, that's stuck on a wall. Your mind is a vision board. And the more you just dwell on something. It could be negative stuff too. You're creating that. It's going to come, you're, it's being formed. It's being baked in an oven as you're, you're the heat that comes off your mind thinking about it is baking it. <laughs> and, and it's coming out like maybe it might take 30 years, but at some point in your life, you're going to go, Oh my God, this is what I've been thinking about. I created this. And so make sure that what you think about is good stuff, not bad stuff. Stop being a pessimist. Stop being a negative whiny person because you're going to bring more into your life to whine about i'm a fantasy kid no matter what happens to me no matter how much you knock me down i'm going to keep fantasizing about you know wanting about the good stuff about being i you know if, if i'm in a really bad situation i fantasize about being in a good situation and that's always where i end up because i created that and you know, people look at me and go, oh, sure, it must be nice to have that and that. I go, well, that's because I, you know, that person is miserable. They're looking at the negative stuff and they're going to just bring more negative things into their life. And they're going to constantly keep whining and bitching about everything. Whereas I'm there like, you can knock me down all you want. You can take everything away as many times as you want, but I'm always going to bounce back and have good stuff in my life because that's what I'm focusing on. That's what I dream about. That's what I you know, I, I'm, and when it comes into my life, I'm thankful for it. I don't fear losing it. I don't fear anything. I don't, you know, everything is from a positive, appreciative point of view. 
And that's what makes people lucky and other people unlucky. It's, 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 it's the Forrest Gump view of life. I mean, you know, be careful what you think about. Yeah. I mean, and putting yourself out there, the haters are always going to be there. So, I mean, early on, when that started coming at you, was that hard to deal with? Or how did you deal with people that were opposed to your message? The, the negative. That, that's part of life. I mean, you're always going to have people that don't get it. They're, they're so unhappy with their lives that all they see is, is other things to be unhappy about. And they, they look for people to blame and they, they love to see uh, people in misery like them. So they, you know, misery loves company. And when they see somebody that's kind of well off or are happy, they hate that person because <laughs> if you're unhappy, you, the last thing you want to see is a happy person. And so they want to bring that person down to their level. So they'll feel better about it. Um, but, and that's normal. I mean, life cannot exist without balance. Unfortunately, uh, for, for everything that's born, there has to be something that dies for, for, daytime there has to be nighttime you can't see the stars without the darkness you know balance is what makes life happen for for all the food you eat you got to poop it out you know there 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 has to be balance and um so for all the happy good stuff in life there just expect that there's going to be something trying to balance it out i mean think about it if, if the world was all happy people everything's just wonderful you know it's like it's just that that's fake that's something's not right about that you kind of appreciate the good stuff more when you have something to compare it to like thank god the sun is out today well why do you appreciate the sun well because yesterday was raining and cold um if it was sunny all the time you'd take it for granted and you wouldn't appreciate it because there's nothing to compare it to so the negative people the 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 the, the haters and stuff you just gotta understand that's part of the balance of life um and for some people, they let them, they, they, they let it just, that's the end of the road for them. They kill themselves. It's the end of it. I can't deal with this. It's so depressing. Um, you know, but you have to realize that's part of the test. If you really want to make it in life, you're going to have people try to bring you down all the time. When I was in school and, and I was a wimpy little skinny kid in, in, in grade school and high school, I was beat up all the time. You know, I had, I had my, I was the kid with the buck teeth and the glasses and the, you know, I was, I was teacher's pet and I was skinny and, and, and nerdy and, you know, I didn't have muscles. I wasn't like a good looking kid. I mean, I was, I was just a scrawny little kid, so, but, but I kept my, I bounced back and it was like, I remember a scene, I forget what scene it was. It was some funny movie where, um, it might've been. I don't know. It was a funny movie where some kid gets beat up in school and he's laughing at the bullies and the bullies are going, why are you laughing? Well, because and he said something along the lines is I'm going to become a successful businessman and you're going to become a loser. And, and uh, you know, he, like, he was looking into the future and, uh, and they beat him up even more for that, but he was right. I mean, you know um, I always look to the, I always look, I'm always, when I wake up in the morning, I think of all the great things that I could create that day, all the potential of the day. I don't wake up and go, oh, look at all the things, the hardships I have to deal with. Look at all the chores I have to do. Oh my God. I don't look at the bad stuff. I look at like, 
gee, I'm going to, you know, like all the, the new exciting things that, that might happen today because it's a new day and the sun's shining and I have a new day. Of, I've been given another day of life. You know, I'm always looking at the bright side. And when you have something to look forward to, that's the key. You know, people say, how do you get out of depression? Well, one of the things you need to keep you from becoming depressed is to have something to look forward to. And, you know, like for overweight people, unfortunately, the thing they look forward to is the next meal. <laughs> but at least they have that to look forward to. You know, that, that's what keeps them going. It gives them a little bit of a, a, a rush of serotonin. It's like, okay, I just had lunch. Well, nah, I'm getting depressed now. I got my sugar crash. Oh, wait, I got dinner coming up. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> but man, that's kind of a, a funny example. But as long as you have something to look forward to, that's what keeps you from slipping into deeper depression. So find a hobby, find something, a, a business, something that has potential. You might, you might fail, but at least there's that potential. There's, there's the, that's why people get butterflies when they meet somebody and they have a, you know, when they're dating and they have a, they're, they're finding a new person in their life. That's why you get all excited because of the potential, because of the what might happen. Now, good, you're dreaming of the good stuff that might happen. It doesn't mean it's going to happen, but it, the, the idea that it might is what keeps you going. And that's what I'm saying is as long as you keep that positive, um, you know, attitude, always look at the, the, the potential and the positive attitude and try to make the best of it rather than focusing on the glass being half empty. Uh, so much wisdom. Um, so much wisdom for a young man. <laughs> but it, it, we look at the body of work. You've done so much. Uh, it's incredible. But and I know how humble you are. So maybe you're going to hate this question. But what achievement are you most proud of? Uh, I guess still being alive. I mean, that, that was, it, there were so many times where I almost died or I, I mean, I was in so many car accidents, so many health problems, relationship failures, money failures. The fact that I am where I am is, is, is a miracle. I mean, it, it's, uh, um, I, I mean, if I could go by the answer to your question from before to go back in time and tell myself, you know, when I was down and out to say, your dreams will come true just stick with it. Stick, stay true to your, to your beliefs, stay true to your dreams. Um, it will come through. Just hang in there and keep doing the right thing. Don't take shortcuts because the shortcuts are what slow you down. They're what take you backwards. Actually do what, do the extra step, do things right. It will cost you more financially time wise, but doing things right in the first place, will save you so much in the future of having to fix the problems that that are created by taking shortcuts and doing things cheaply or, you know, trying to find cheats in life. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, it is possible. You just got to stay at it. The only people that can ever make it in life, really, everybody gets knocked down. Everybody gets knocked down. Even the rich and famous, they get knocked down every day. The only, even Sylvester Stallone said this, the only way to win is to get back up when you're punched and you're back and you're knocked over. The only way you could ever win that fight of life is to get back up every time you're knocked down. That's the only way. If you stay down, you're out for the count. And, um, so, I mean, no matter what happens, just realize every day you're going to get knocked somehow. There are going to be punches every day. Even successful people are hit hard. Uh, 
you just got to be like that. The weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> hey, look at me and weeble. The weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Especially true in, in building a business, especially starting out and trying to reach more people. There's definitely those days where you feel like, is my voice even being heard? Right. Well, you there are just realize that there are times where you will lose the business. You will lose your relationship, your money or your health. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, you stand up, dust yourself off. It's OK. Try. If that didn't work, let's try something that will, you know, and that's how progress is made. Like anybody who has a successful uh, invention, you know, car, airplane, radio, light bulb, whatever it is, they went through 10 different things that didn't work. Well, that didn't work. Let's try something else. You know, like, well, car tires should not be made of wood. Let's try rubber. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, you just got to keep trying different things until something sticks, something works. There's going to be failures. That doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It just means that's not where you were supposed to be. You know, you're supposed to keep, keep looking, keep, it's like playing a, it's like a game of, you know, where kids warmer, warmer, cold, cold, warmer, warmer, you know, keep, keep looking oh, almost there, you know? So all the things you do in life is life telling you, no, no, colder, colder, cold. No, I, I, you get it. Warmer. Keep going that way. Keep going. So each thing you do right or wrong, cut, stop looking at it as a failure. Look at it as, okay, I'm going in the cold direction. I got to go in the warm direction. I got to turn around and try it. Let's try this. Let's try, you know, um, and each one, it, it teaches you what not to do. <laughs> And again, in the future, try something different. Um, anything that is progress in life, you know, the reason we have this great lifestyle nowadays with air conditioning and jet planes and cars and air, you know, insulated homes and everything is because somebody tried something at some point that didn't work. So somebody else had to try something different until it did work. And most of the things that we have that give us a great life are very complex things. They're like, you know, if you try to make a, give, give a, tell a monkey to create a car engine or a jet engine, like it's going to take quite a while because there are 5,000 parts in there that each have to be uh, perfectly working and designed with the right materials. So life is like that. It's a bunch of different things that have to be all be working in harmony and with the right construction, the right design, the right timing in order for everything to work right. So people who think life is easy and that you just, you just flip a switch and then no, it doesn't work like that. You have to go through every, yeah, each little part has to be hand created to function properly. And then, you know, over time you start realizing what works and what doesn't. And then all these parts work together in harmony to create what you call life, a success and um, and things will wear, wear, things will wear out. They will break down. They will need to be replaced with something better and newer, but that's life. That's, that's evolution. That that's, that's survival. That's how nature and man and life exists, coexists and continues. Well, it seems to relate to what you said earlier. It's that fluidity of thought, right? I mean, that's what keeps us young to imagine new ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's what makes life, what prog, how pro that's why we're not in the stone age still. Um, you know, thank God. I, I'm so glad I wasn't born 40 years ago or a you know, hundred years ago, or like, I, I have a book, the, uh, 
the turn of the century, the, the, the good old days were not as good as we think they were, you know, they were terrible. Um, they didn't have, um, running water with, with, uh, what do you call it, sewage, uh, systems in the 1890s. I mean, it was terrible back then, just like, just a hundred years ago, people were living in, in terrible conditions. And even 50 years ago, there's so many luxuries we have nowadays that we take for granted that we don't even realize uh, that we would have been missing if we lived a while ago. And every year, things just get improved and our life gets more, uh, you know, it's just easier to have a comfortable lifestyle so that's part of progress that's part of life that's that's just part of what you know i mean, i guess this the, the thing is you got to keep in mind and try to keep it sustainable and, and healthy and all that but that's a whole nother talk along the journey what's been the biggest transformation geez i don't even know if there is a transformation it's just this is just uh i'm just still existing and i'm still the same kid in my mind i'm still like I still feel like a 13 year old and, and I just, the only thing that's different is I have nicer, a nicer lifestyle. But, um, I think, I, I guess, I guess the biggest transformation is I'm not as stressed. I'm not as worried about the future because when I was in my twenties and thirties, I had all this angst of like, why am I here? Where's all this going? Why, why am I so struggling and unhappy and frustrated and, and I'm not, my relationship is a struggle. My health, my money, everything is such a struggle. It's going to be like this for the rest of my life. And I'm sure most people are thinking like, are like that. And I was just so like, where am I going to be? What am I like? Even now people are with the pandemic. They're like, Oh my God, am I going to have a job? What, what's life going to be like two months from now? Will, will I be out of a home? Will I have any kind of money? Will I die of a virus you know people are it's all fear-based so I guess the biggest transformation in me is i don't worry about stuff anymore i don't live in fear i don't live about i don't have the negative what ifs um i if, if i if there are any what ifs they're positive you know like gee wouldn't it be cool if blah 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 but the biggest transformation for me would be uh when you talk about fluidity energy flows better when there's no blockage and the biggest blockage for people is fear and negativity. And um, they're just stubborn. They're very stiff and they're, they, they, they hold on tight to their belief system. And, and, and they're just, you know, if you're with somebody that's not fun to be with, they're probably not going very far in life. People that uh, are free, that don't worry, that are fluid with, they, they, they surf the wave of life. And life is a wave. And if you're not good at surfing that wave, you're going to be, be uh, thrown into the water and you'll be scraped to death on the coral underneath. And that is what happens to a lot of people. They're not good surfers. So come the good, come the bad, come anything that happens. I don't even look at it as good or bad. I look at it as it's just another experience that is okay so the wave suddenly flows to the left instead of the right ride it ride it who knows maybe there's something on the left that you're supposed to discover and and change and grow and make something wonderful out of most of the things that are successful the products of life were created out of necessity toilet bowls are created because 
well, for obvious reasons why they were created. But if you were a toilet bowl manufacturer, suddenly you'd be rich, right? So you could say, you could say, well, it came from adversity. It came from that smelly pile of in the corner. Um, and now I'm rich because I created something that, that efficiently whisks that away, you know? So most of the things that are created, shoelaces, toilet paper, uh, cars, airplanes, refrigeration, internet, telephone, all that stuff is created out of necessity. And, and the things that make life hard is okay. Well, the, that, 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 that's your opportunity. If there's an, if there's something that sucks in life that, that you're going through, that is terrible. That is a horrible situation. You know, like, Oh, I just cut my, I just cut myself really bad. There's blood gushing out. We'll get a bandaid. Somebody had to create the Band-Aid, you know, and that person became rich because they, de they developed something out of need. They didn't sit there and go, oh, my God, I'm bleeding to death. My life sucks. You know, they, they, they went, no, hey, this is an opportunity. I'm going to create something to stop this because I know other people are cutting themselves also. You know, so anything that's bad in life, that's an opportunity. And most, and that's the difference. Only maybe one percent or ten percent of the people see a bad thing as an opportunity. Ninety percent of the people sit there and they feel sorry for themselves and go, "Life sucks." You know, well, that's why ninety percent of the people, ninety-nine percent of the people, are not doing so well, and one percent or five percent are doing fine because they see everything as an opportunity. Jump on it. You got something bad happening in your life. Realize that. Millions of other people are experiencing the same bad thing. So figure something out that changes that situation. And that, you know, use it. That's why it's there. It's there to learn from, to grow. It's an opportunity. Right. And, and there is no lack, right? Lack is because someone might say, well, Marcus, they've already invented all those things. And what am I going to do? And but there's isn't there sort of a lacking mentality, too? Well, of course. I mean, if, if, if everything was already created that could possibly be created, then our life should theoretically be perfect. There should be no problems in life. It should be like nothing happening that's wrong, that is bad, that, you know, okay, I'm sure people are going to agree that there's a lot of uh, frustration and bad things that happen in life. Well, you, there you go. You've got an endless list of things. Okay, pick one. Pick any one of those things and figure out something that can help others you don't necessarily have to um, fix, like, like find the magic cure, but find something that helps people deal with it. Like a Band-Aid doesn't necessarily heal your, your, your skin. It just protects it while it heals itself. So that's my point is you, you don't need to kill yourself trying to find something that, that fixes the problem. Just figure out something that helps, even if it's a support group, you know, I mean, we're all going through this together, you know, create something that makes people, gives them a little bit of comfort while they're going through the bad thing, whatever it is, you know, so there's different levels of, of uh, dealing with an issue and just, I mean, it's endless. The possibilities are endless. Just figure out something because whatever it is you're going through that, that you think is bad, there's a lot of other people going through the same thing. So figure out how you can all go through it together and figure out something that makes it easier to go through that situation and monetize it. And I hate saying the word monetize because that, 
infers money, which is evil, you know, all that stuff. So, okay, well, if you're, if that's your, if that's your thinking, if that's your programming, that money is evil, well, you're never going to make money because you've, you've already stopped yourself from going in that direction. All right. So what is okay with you? What is okay with you that, that whatever that is, well, okay, uh, ma bartering or getting food for my stuff. Okay, fine. Then make something that helps others and you get food for it or make something that, you know, you can barter, whatever, whatever it is you believe in that is not evil, you know, have that be your payment system. There's, there's always a way to become happy and successful in, in something. And, uh, you know, sitting there and feeling sorry for yourself and, and thinking there's nothing you can do. That's a sure way to a, a, a miserable life and a grave. Um, there's always a way out. There's always a way out. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because there really does seem to be some weird relationship with money, currency, and people don't like talking about making money. Why is that? Because they were programmed from a young age that money is evil and only the rich and the rich people are evil and bad and that they take from the poor. And that I wrote about that in the Prosperity Secret and, and I believe also in the Starting Student of Life is that's one of the things that keeps us from becoming successful. Like people complain about not having money, but then if you look at their belief system of money, they think that money, the people who have lots of money are bad, that they're evil. So nobody wants to become a bad person. And so they, they've already stopped themselves from becoming that with their subconscious. Their subconscious is telling them, do not get lots of money because that means you're a bad person. You got to be a poor person. You got to be a, a, a person that's under the, the, the foot of others. You got to be like suppressed and, and, and that makes you likable. People think that that uh, the being, uh, you know, a victim makes you likable, that you, you can high five each other and get a, and, go, and, and like, yeah, we're all victims. We're all going through this together. Yeah. yeah the, the rich suck there. They're, they're, yeah, there are some bad rich people, but there's bad poor people, too. I mean, go into a ghetto and see how many drug dealers and pimps there are just as many as in the rich part of town. I mean, it, it, money has nothing to do with good or bad. There's good or bad in all walks of life, in all money, whatever, however, it doesn't matter. I mean, there, there, there's a balance in everything. There's just as many good people that are super rich as there are bad people. And, and, and I don't even like the word good or bad because that's all relative. That's all perspective based. Um, so my point is that uh, what the programming of money being bad is something that we were taught at a young age by victims, people who are stuck in a stupid victim mentality. And the, if you really want to become successful financially, you got to get, that's the first thing you got to get rid of. You got to be okay with having money. You got to be okay with, with, uh, that, that it's, 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 it's fair. It's, uh, it's not a bad thing. It's just a piece of paper with some ink on it. It's like, well, what's the big deal? You're giving it the bad or the good value. You know, you're, 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 you're the one that is labeling it as good or bad, but it's really nothing. It's just a piece of paper. It's just a piece of gold. It's just, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's just a thing. You give it the, the, the connotation and that comes from programming. So if you really want money in your life, you got to start seeing it as a beneficial thing, as, a, as an okay thing to allow into your life. And you don't go after it. You don't make your decisions in life. I'm going to become rich. I'm going to go after money. That's not 
because money is worthless. It's just, again, paper. Stop going after that. Go after what your dream is. Go after something that helps others. And the money is the side effect. That's the difference. And people don't realize that. And that is the big difference between becoming successful or being on a, a, a mouse on a treadmill because that's what everybody is. Everybody, everybody's going after the money and they think that the happy life is the side effect. When in reality, the truth of this is going after the happy life is what you should be going after and the money is the side effect. And people think, oh, well, I could, that, 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 that doesn't, no, it can't be that easy. You know, it's not, I didn't say it was easy, but that's the way to become successful. And, and people don't believe that. that. That's again, that's another belief system they have to get over. They have to, it's all this negative programming that keeps people from becoming free and happy. And to me, success, being rich, is not how much money you have in the bank. It's how free are you to travel the world, to see the world, to experience the great things in life without having to worry about stuff. That's freedom. A lot of rich people don't pay for things. They're, they're given stuff for free. So it's not a money issue. It's what is life? What are you allowing life to give you as an experience? Oh, so much, so much, so much good. I mean, I've been interviewing Marcus for, I don't know, 15, 16 years now. And you really do serve. I was like, my, my last question always is, you know, any other advice for those just starting out, trying to reach more people, but this whole interview is amazing advice. And I'm like, well, do I even ask that? Or anything to, to cap it up or anything you didn't touch on for those, Marcus, and you are so uh, generous in, in helping people. This, I mean, it's clear from everything you've given us today. Well, I appreciate that. Oh, I like you, Steve. That's why I love these interviews with you. Uh, the one thing that I would suggest to people is um, follow your heart not your fear. Uh, Fear-based life decisions are, it, it's a wall and you'll never, you'll never break free from that prison. Um, when you follow your heart, you might fail, you might lose everything, but that's part of the growth process. That's what you need to go through to get to the next level. See it for, understand it for what it is. That's part of going through uh, the different grades, even school, you go through, you have to go through first grade to get to second grade to go to third grade. You don't just go from first grade to university. It just doesn't work that way. You got to go through the steps and those steps involve learning from failure. The, all the successful people will tell you the best thing that they've ever had was failure because that's what made them learn and grow. If you're comfortable, you're not going to learn and grow. So don't fear the failures. Don't don't look at them as failures. They're they're lessons. Um, don't fear those. You can lose everything ten times over. It's okay. Uh, when you learn that dandelions and weeds are edible, you'll never starve. Um, you might. I, I was naked in the desert with nothing. I didn't even have clothes, and I survived. So if I can do it. That I mean, there there is no excuse. Even if you die. I mean, come on. There are people coming back from who came back from the dead and said, oh, there's nothing to worry about. I mean, come on. There, seriously, there is nothing to fear. Not even life itself or death itself. So enjoy life. Make the best of it. 
be positive and look at the potential, not, not the negative stuff. And the more you focus on the, the good stuff, the being thankful for the few things that you have, the more things you'll be given. If you focus on the things you don't have, you're going to have more things taken away from you. So that's kind of the secret there is to just be appreciative. Start with the appreciation of having one penny. And if you appreciate that one penny, you'll be given two and then three. And then, you know, it's exponential. So be positive and more positive stuff will come to you. No matter how many times you're knocked down, just get back up, brush yourself off and keep going. That's what makes it stronger. Incredible advice. It's Marcus Rothcrunch. You can't help smiling when you hear him. The website is thehealthylife.com. Is that the best place for everyone to follow you, Marcus? Healthylife.com? Yep. So that's where you, and I would highly recommend Instructions for a New Life is a great place to start. And they've got that right on the website. So check it out. All his books are, I I have all his books on my shelf. So do check it out. And um, well, I think that's that's what we've got for you today. And I, I think we've covered it all. Marcus, anything to say in closing or any plans for the future with the work you're doing? Are you creating new ideas or other visions? Or are you kind of staying where you are? Just living day to day, enjoying life and sharing it with people. Marcus Rothkrantz right here on Juicypreneur Radio. Marcus, thank you for all these years of incredible wisdom. Always a few steps ahead of all of us. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Steve. It's a joy to be with you. Much love. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve Prusak, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Juice Guru Radio for Entrepreneurs. Visit JuiceGuru.com to learn more and start building your health empire today. 